Welcome inside to Weird Celtics Tinder. I'm Matt Ignall. We got Sam Sheehan, Lucky's Pipe, Efren Ramos, and our contestant today, uh, you may have heard of him. He's a smooth Italian with a sweet getup. He hails from Western Massachusetts, and chances are, if you do too, you may just have heard his critically acclaimed radio show that combines incisive analysis with down-to-earth vibes. Ladies, he just bought a home. And oh yeah, he loves his grandma too. He's not around much, yet it seems the shoe is on the other foot. But who will be his Cinderella? Don't be a stranger. Welcome to the show, Evan Valenti. I'm happy to have you here. That is the greatest intro that anybody's ever introed me ever. That was just beautiful. Oh, you are far too kind. Far too kind. Uh, like we said, the shoe is on the other foot. Uh, you are our contestant here on Weird yeah, Celtics Tinder. Uh, special trade line edition of Weird Celtics Tinder. You ready for love, Evan? Oh, man, am I ready. All right, we got uh, several different hype men coming at you, but the first one up is Sam Sheehan. Sam, who's our first uh, contestant here? Right, real quick, just before I get to the first contestant, I do want to say I am a conscientious objector because uh, Tinder is something for horny people, and I believe the also lifestyle is a valid lifestyle. Do not let yourself be bullied by the pressures of dating in the late 2010s. Valsells, rise up. Okay, anyway, Evan, I'm coming to you with our first contestant. This premier big man is coveted by dozens of suitors. You'll have to pay a pretty penny and a few French quarters to pry this long-limbed stud from his home in New Orleans. Don't be turned off by the fact that he, uh, he has mono. Mono, I said. His prodigious talent is worth the hassle. However, eager as he is to grow his personal brand, his signature look isn't going anywhere. Did <laughs> anybody say, oh, natural? Oh, yeah, you'll be dying to clutch this sports you-know-what. You know what else he keeps unkempt? So what do you say? Are you willing to shave this unibrow from basketball purgatory? Uh, no, I, that's that's exactly my speed. That's exactly what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a unibrowed anything. I mean, that's just where the style is. And the way he describes said person, I mean, this really hits all the you know the boxes. I'm looking for somebody who has a controlling father. I'm looking for somebody that uh, has you know literally uh, no idea what loyalty is. I want somebody that's gonna be loose and hanging around. You know what I mean? Like just no clue on that. Um, I, you really just, think then, he's worth six first round picks though, Evan? Well, I mean, you might as well make it eight at that point. To be frankly honest with you, you might as well just go eight and just go full. Make sure you don't miss any picks. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're gonna give picks, give all the picks. Um, Quincy Pondexter. Yeah, that's it. Mm. I, yeah, put put all the 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 mid grade prospects and and all the picks in the deal, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll for that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, if you want to get real with basketball analysis, yeah, I'd like to have Anthony Davis on my team. That'd be kind of cool. Well, I'm we cool. do have we do have a trade offer on the table. Uh, who's who's next up? Who's who's my next hype man? You've reached a uh, love line. Um... You gotta be down to party if you pick this mystery package. This three-headed hydra of Lost Land, it's three for one, one for all. This hydra has everything. They're the future all NBA players. There's no possible way you'll turn this down outside of pure pettiness and hatred of their greatness. <laughs> They're great. Let me tell you about these heads. One is straight out of the 90s, heroin chic. Sure, some might say the theory is better than the actual thing. But his legion of fans know he's the next KD. Another is rumored to be crooked where it counts, and such has trouble <laughs> getting it to the hole. But you can't deny that he's definitely good at other things. Wink. Wink. And the third guy can't be... He can't be... Def he can't defend or play make. Uh, and it's kind of old already. But something's alright. So how could you possibly turn this down? Seriously, please, please pick up the phone. Evan, please pick up the phone. Hello? No, uh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm going to reveal who they are already because it's obviously the, the three-headed monster package from the Lakers. I just want to take this time to shit on the Lakers. Let me tell you something about the Lakers, okay? These guys that are young that they're, like, totally jacked up about and all. Look, it's all, it's all, it's all good, good and everything. But to be frankly honest with you, like, this Lonzo stuff. I mean, I love Lonzo. This Vision's great. But how are you going to sell 
to your fan base and to your owners that like the the main piece in this deal in the trade shoots 41% from the free throw line. How are you trying to, to explain that to your owners and to your fan base? It's just not going to go well, okay? That's uh, you have that, you have he Ingram doesn't even want to be with you, bro. Dude, he wants to be in where the warmth is. Hang on. Ingram, Ingram, yeah, right. He, wants to be, he doesn't want to go there. He wants to go to Phoenix. And LeVar will speak it into existence, which actually worked one time. So we can't really count him out there. Um, the next thing, though, is Ingram. Today, my favorite Ingram stat of all time now is that Brandon Ingram today, here on the 5th of February, has as many made threes as Carmelo Anthony does. And Carmelo Anthony hasn't played since, like, what, November? That is a phenomenal stat. How is that possible? So you're telling me I'm going to get a guy that made as many threes as Carmelo in 10 games, and it's, what, more than halfway through the season. The next guy shoots 41% from the free throw line. And Kuzma's, like, nice. Like, I'm not going to lie. He can score at least. He has a selling point. If that's the main part of your package— and then you're going to give away the best fran- the player in franchise history, the second best player in franchise history. That's insane. Anybody that thinks that offer is really, really great is insane, I think. I think, obviously, if you're the Pelicans, if you really want to get a deal done, wait until the summer when you have people that have draft picks and the Celtics can offer Jason Tatum and all those things. It's insane. Get, me, get out of here with this with this Lakers three-headed monster. It's the worst. Is it a real, is it a real stat that Jalen has hit, like, as many threes in the last month as Ingram has, like all year. Yeah, he's only hit twenty-one or something insane like that. <laughs> yeah, so, Ingram's hit twenty-one threes this entire year. He went over for four tonight. He's awful yeah. shooting. Where did, I thought he was supposed to be a good shooter. It wasn't uh, college. I mean, yeah, but he also shot sixty-something percent from the line in college. Um, I mean, this, this Lakers guys- package, like. Lonzo Ball like could be an elite role player, but he's still a role player nonetheless. Ingram, I don't know. He could. He hasn't shown anything yet. Kuzma's a nice scorer, uh, but you know, being a little on the older side and not really having the ancillary parts of his game. Yeah, I, you're just looking at role players here, and I. I mean, I don't blame the Pelicans for uh, holding out until other teams can really make an offer here. You know, if, if you're just getting back role players and low picks, I mean, maybe if the Lakers throw in, you know, four first round picks stretching out eight years, um, that's maybe maybe that's worth a, a consideration, considering the Lakers probably project to be really bad, uh, mo- you know, the better part of the way through a decade from now. But uh, I just okay, well, I just want to point as- I want to point out, hang on real quick. There's this picture on on online right now on Twitter. Michael Lee has tweeted out with the bench. You guys mentioned this earlier. Um, where LeBron is four seats away from everybody else on the bench. Bobby Marks, I want to point this out, noted that lo- that Rondo is sitting in the fucking crowd. He is sitting <laughs> on the opposite side of the coaches next to a fan. Like he, That's how far away from LeBron he is. This is Dude, he's literally gonna be, he's hilarious. He's going to be in the LeBron is a, is a bitch t-shirt like real fast. Right. <laughs> now, as, far as, as far as LeVar speaking into existence, is there more? Is there a... Uh, Phoenix being involved as a third team, is there a way that LA can actually get this to seem more, you know, feasible? I so think so. From, I think I think Phoenix, like, would you, if you're the Phoenix Suns, then Efren, like, what do you if are uh, if you're New Orleans? Because obviously that piece is going to New Orleans. What on Phoenix would even uh, just just like obviously Aiton, but you're not getting Aiton obviously right away. Like any of those pieces would interest you at all? Like to to rebuild here? I don't know. I guess it kind of depends on what they value. You know, Phoenix weirdly does have like a a lot of guys who are like individually interesting, but they just don't like win games. So I, I don't know what that means, but I think there there is value to be had on the Phoenix roster. Like yeah, they would have to someone... come from the Lakers or the Pelicans, maybe. Like maybe they could get like Drew. I don't know, three team trades yeah. are hard to sketch out. Yeah, <laughs> especially when one I of those would... teams doesn't have a blue chip assets. Um, and I'm not talking about Phoenix. Hey, everybody. Yo. Hey, Jonathan. Yeah. Well, what did I miss? Just some exciting uh, Everything. Phoenix, some Phoenix Suns talk. <laughs> yeah, what would you trade for the Lakers package of You, you got any Lakers team, reaction, Jonathan? Lakers reaction? I mean. Lakers people, reaction. Uh, people seem enamored uh, with the Lakers throwing in more picks, but even they can throw in all the picks they want. I think uh, those picks are projected at least the first couple LeBron's still going to be pretty damn good. You figure a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron is going to win 50-plus games. Those Celtics those Celtics picks just are so much more appealing. Yeah. And it, it's not predicated on the Celtics, uh, how they perform. 
it's how the Kings, Grizzlies, and Clippers perform. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, do, do, do we trust Dell Demps to make a smart basketball decision? And this is, this is the same ownership and same group that, um, overpaid Solomon Hale started a Mecca <laughs> Okafor last year. I just, I mean, it comes down to if we trust them to make a smart move, but they've done pretty well so far. I don't know. I've heard people be surprisingly negative about the Celtics. Like, like the Celtics just happen to be holding the chips at the right time. This is like literally what Danny Ainge has been holding his like cards for. This is why you don't trade for Jimmy Butler or whatever the fuck. Everyone was like mad that Danny Ainge didn't do in like 2016 or whatever. This is no, what he was like imagine, planning for. Could you imagine if Jimmy Butler was on the Celtics right now? Just what yeah. a cost the fuck that would be. It'd be awful because this this is what well and this is why he's not because like this is what Danny Ainge like plans everything for. If this is not what like if he whiffs on this that he I guarantee you he's gonna go right back to the drawing board. He's gonna have a Giannis Plan B and then a Carl Anthony Towns Plan C. That, that that's like you know those are the guys that he looks for. You know the guys that are like kind of stop the NBA like KG was like back in the day. And this is. The only reason you would give up, you know, as many assets as the Celtics have sort of accrued. I don't know. Just individually to me, that Memphis pick is more valuable than anything, like any two of the Lakers assets. would. Like, that Memphis pick could be really, really good. You know, I saw that. I don't know if it's consummated at this point, but they're holding out Marc Gasol tonight because they might trade him to Charlotte. That Memphis is not going to turn it around in time for, you know, in the next two years, I don't think, especially in the Western Conference, for that to even threaten to get out of the lottery. It's more likely that it ends up being a top five, top six pick. And we're back from commercial, back here on Weird Celtics <laughs> Tinder. That was sick. Who wants, who wants and the... And let's start the show. Who wants Son the next one? Alright, it's, uh, it's uh, the host's turn. This world-renowned slanger of wood is reported to clock in at an impressive 48 inches. Don't believe it? Well, there's video of it all over the internet. Yes, Dennis Smith Jr. was reportedly hurt when his old partner preferred a younger, suave European, but he's reportedly ready to crush it with his new flame in the Big Apple. But don't be fooled by this bouquet of roses. There's some sordid history here. He was passed over previously in favor of a truly filthy Frenchman when it was reported he hesitated to eat the octopus, which is understandable as it was Phil Jackson's. Will you let it be known that this is your ball handler of the future? Uh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, if the Knicks end up with everybody, like, that's that's one thing. But, like, I, I like Dennis Smith Jr. I, I like him just because, you know, I follow guys in high school and Dennis Smith Jr. in high school was really awesome and it's really cool to watch those guys kind of like grow through the, the ranks here um, so I'm, I'm rooting for him and New York might be the, the, the spark that he maybe needs to just to you know get more serious about stuff and take the next step in his career I like Dennis Smith but that is just in terms of trade value like the, what the Knicks are doing again they're gambling on cap space being the most attractive thing about the, the market it's like oh we can get bring two people here all right that's cool if you get Kyrie and kd right but that's not so cool if you end up with like you know kemba and demarcus cousins or you end up with just some some not some lower tiered stars and if like if you are banking on kevin durant going there i mean you better be a hundred percent sure that you're, he's going there because i gotta you gotta think that you might be able to get more for Porzingis if you handle it better you know what I mean? It, but if you just did a panic move because you heard Durant's coming and he doesn't come, like that is a ridiculous trade, yeah, an insane trade. I can appreciate that they at least have a plan now, yeah. <laughs> which they, they, they didn't seem to have for, gosh, the longest Rich time. Klein seems like a trustworthy guy. Yeah. I mean, hey, DC loves New York. All right. Who's our next contestant? Well, I just want to say generally I wouldn't – I would say the trade was bad with New York, but I think a lot of like you can't give up like on point guards so early. Like, like, like Marcus Smart this year looks like a revelation, and he's like only 24 years old, and he looks like he could like command a team, and everything's starting to click. So it's like, yeah, DSJ's got a long career ahead of him. Yeah, there's there's some upside with Dennis Smith Jr. Um, but the the Phil Jackson thing with the octopus was. Um, amazing. Yeah. That, all of that was incredible. Was, I mean, yeah. 
There's some good ways to cook up oh. an octopus. Well, and on top of that, the Mavericks are basically the Nets at this point, too. Like, the, the, like that's not even a joke. They've given up, like, the same number of picks. They have, like, one fewer pick swap in there. But they are impacted to, like, three years out. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. five. sorry, three years. I said three years. I meant five years. So that could be really ugly for the Mavericks in, like, four years it's a lot to bet on a seven foot three man with an injured acl you have a you know near generational prospect on your team uh i don't know i don't know all right and they also just can't make their team better they don't have picks to trade they can't trade any of their picks and they're not going to have that much cap space anyway yeah could you imagine if the knicks had like the the third pick in the 2012 draft they would have brought Jared Sullinger in for a workout. He definitely would have eaten the octopus. He would have eaten any free food available. <laughs> they would have drafted Jared Sullinger like third. <laughs> I mean, it's a good source Shots of protein, fired. so you can't hate it. It's lean, and it is tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's up next? All right. Our next mystery contestant enjoys the high art of Broadway musicals and the low art of YouTube rabbit holes. Yes, Kyrie might be emotionally unavailable, but spiritually, <laughs> he's all yours. Although switching from a sub to a dom role with his newish fling has proven a little more awkward than anticipated, one cannot deny his variety of sexy moves and efficiency around the rim. Sh- sure, he probably thinks you're an elementary school child because... You're just acting that way. So why not just let him meditate in peace? Align your chakras with this improvis- improv- improv- improvisational wizard and find yourself in the process. But first, can you convince him this mercurial talent to commit long-term? Oh, man. Sounds so worth it, doesn't it? It is. So enticing. I think it is. I think it's super enticing. He just sounds like just you orgasm five times during that thing. I know. <laughs> you should be honest <laughs> with yourself. Yeah, it was, it's not, you know, it's, uh, you know, you could do the um, the hormone monster from uh, Big Mouth and just in you know, that first episode where he's like, if you don't get to the bathroom in 30 seconds, I'm going to Jackson Pollock all over your pants. Usually Coach we play the, the sound oh effects in pose, Steve. but... I was so down this, I was so down this impression. I was like, oh, man, I was so down That's pretty good. That was incredible. Um, anyway, uh, back to reality here. No, like, okay. So, Kyrie Irving, uh, potentially... I'm not... I, okay, can I be honest here? I'm not the... I gotta be the only guy in the world that's not really afraid of Kyrie Irving leaving the Celtics here, right? I, I just don't see how that's a really big problem for them to worry about right now. I mean, Kyrie might be a weird dude. I understand. It. I get it. Like, I just, I get it. But the, some of the stuff that he says uh, to the media is, I think, very enlightening. But people just t- keep attacking the wrong parts of his, his quotes. And it just makes him loathe and just hate the media more than he already does. And it's literally incredible how this one, this one quote, this one sentence, like, ask me July 1st. Is taken from this giant interview where he talks about how he fucking hates the media and hates what they're doing right now because it's really distracting and hurting his team. Like trying, like you just saw it tonight with the picture of LeBron sitting at the end of the fucking bench and the rest of his team sitting closer to the the, the, the front the, the front of the bench where the coaches sit. Like they clearly just alienated an entire locker room. Kyrie's like, you guys are making my job way more difficult right now. So you guys. Ask me way later. Do not bother me with any of this bullshit. Well, also, the, the the who the plural is in that it was it was like directly leaked. Like none of this was shit until Brian Windhorst. I'm not trying Said to keep that, myself. That, that yeah, Kyrie might go to the Lakers. Lakers. That's when it started. Well, when he was like, you yeah, know, maybe maybe he wants to be a no. Laker with LeBron. Brian <laughs> Windhorst. No, no, listen so to I'm this. I'm going to blow up your pod, bro. I'm going to blow up it. I'm going to blow Brian, it up. Brian Windhorst was literally fucking sick, and LeBron put in the fucking call that he's cut off unless he goes on a podcast and says that Kyrie is thinking of leaving to come to the Lakers to try and, like, sow this discontent. The whole clutch apparatus used Kyrie as, like, a weird way to, like, destabilize the Celtics. Like, that was – and Kyrie was pissed about it because – you know, I'm sure Kyrie does want to keep his options open to a certain extent, so he can't just come in and say, like, what? Shut the fuck up. No, I'm definitely resigning here because he doesn't want to, like, he shouldn't give up all of his leverage. The Celtics should 
you know, if you're a player, you want the team to accommodate you. You don't want them to just be like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. You have to sign for five years. But, you know, also, like, he's being used. That's why all of these quotes are about, like, he's not going to let other players dictate where he goes. That's what Kyrie's pissed about. And I don't know. It's it's just very clear to me that that's what's happening. And I'm not very worried about Kyrie Irving leaving. Who do we got next? The only, the only way I'm worried about Kyrie leaving is if, what is it, 19%? The Knicks get the number one pick? And the Celtics yeah. flame out of the playoffs in the first and second round, and you can pair Kevin Durant, Zion, and Kyrie. Yeah. Granted, I mean, no one's wanted to play for Dolan in the past. I don't know. I don't no, know. It's all about the playoffs. Which are we worried? Ask me on July first, baby. Ask me on July first. Are we worried that uh, Maya Moore's announcement today may pave the way for future Kyrie endeavors? What? Did, what? Did I, I missed Maya Moore's announcement. Maya Moore is. Um, sitting out for the 2019 WNBA season to focus on ministry. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's not going to be a sanctioned religion. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be. He's going to go to like a, he's going to go to a reservation in like North Dakota and just hang out for a couple months. No, but like his own like spiritual, like he's going to invent like his own pantheon of like uh, deities. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna he's gonna make Uncle Drew the primary deity, and then there's going to be other ones like spinning off. Of there's them. gonna be a fear god. That's what this <laughs> next movie's about. It's gonna be like you have to like you have to accept the fear in order to transcend to the next level. So it's gonna be like Scientology, where there's like oh 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 no! Oh. Damn it! I bet that was gold. That was gonna be great. I was waiting for it. What a bummer. Fuck. Hey, the Celtics win tonight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Um, no, uninspiring game. To, to, to pick up where. To pick up. My, my, uh, Finish that thought, that was Lucky. You, you, it, was, it was going great. You were on fire, bro. I was just I was just saying how Kyrie's thing is going to be like Scientology, but instead of like paying for it to get to the next level of like acceptance and realization, you like confront demons. So it's like fear, bravery, and like different things like that. But we can continue on. No, no, no. I I want to finish that thought because I think Kyrie Irving is right now building a like a Marvel um, cinematic universe, but for his own lesser gods and deities. So instead of there being like an Infinity War Thanos, Kyrie is going to directly cause the rapture, and we're only we're going to have to accept Uncle Drew and the fear god into our heart in order to be saved. That's the only way this can end. So I think this is my call, by the way. <clears throat> Next up, we have a real youngin. No one knows why a rookie lottery pick in a strong draft would be available so soon, but this one just might be. Thoughtful, well-spoken, this magic man is rumored to be so very long that you can only measure his length using the metric system. If that isn't hot enough, you should hear this totally fire track about him <laughs> that comes with a horde of so-called backpackers that never stop saying, oh shit. So, are you ready to cash in early for Mo Bamba, or will it be sicko mode this go-around? Yeah, no, I'm way into the, the trading for Mo Bamba thing, although it's too bad he, what, he fracture is something? He has like a fracture somewhere? Yeah. Uh, he's out Stress for a while. Fracture. Stress fracture. Is more available. Yeah, you know, yes, diagnosed uh, with a fracture somewhere. Yeah, I, I, this whole, I mean, if you wanted to look into, I'll be here, okay, guys. So here's the thing. I've been really encouraged by the Brad Wanamaker minutes. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> like that's, I'm not. He's he's not bad. You know, he's 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 okay. Um, and Are you ready to say he's better than Terry Rozier? No, he's not. But he's <laughs> he's he's pretty steady. So. You know, you never know. If he gave more minutes, would he be all right? You know, he wouldn't need him to do a whole bunch of stuff. Rozier is obviously better and uh, way more playoff proven and, and is going to be, you know, a weapon for them off the bench. And I obviously still think he has another level to get to this year. But if if Danny was like, yeah, you know, gonna maximize what I can do right now and just go snag Mo Bamba for Terry Rozier, I would not be mad about that at all whatsoever. I mean, that's just that's just called smart business. And. You know, if you can trade Terry Rozier for a top five pick in the draft, I would absolutely take a shot on it, especially a guy like that. And then you could have him in like Rob Williams and all this length come off the bench and it'd be just hilarious. I, I would I would think about it, to be frankly honest with you. I think that would be the, the move. Um, 
But, uh, man, I couldn't imagine getting another top five pick on this team. It would be insane. No, I don't think that's very realistic. But I don't um, think so either, but it would be hilarious. about Orlando, though, because Orlando is, I mean, one of these teams that I'm looking at, and they're doing something. They just have to. Between Terrence Ross and Fuji Main and Mo Bamba and Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon, like, this team doesn't have any direction, it seems like. I mean, it's just they have guys and assets, and – yeah, I don't know. They haven't I, had there's, a direction there's... since they lost Dwight Howard. They they haven't they didn't tank hard enough. They traded away their one guy who like turned into a a, a solid all star. Uh, I don't know. Who's that? Are you talking Tobias Harris? Uh, I f- forgot about him. <laughs> Wasn't he in the Dwight Howard trade? Um, no, he was in a trade. I think no, the Tobias the Harris bus, trade right? was something yeah, 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 way more up. depressing. Like a second it's rounder, crazy, right? dude. Like, yeah. I was talking about Vic. Tobias? Tobias uh, is one. looking at like a max contract coming up. Wait, wait by the way. Just right, like, can, let's hold off on Tobias because he may or may not come back in this, mm. in this, oh. in this, this year show. Okay. So. so, I mean, let's just, let's talk about Orlando here and, and, and Vucevic. Do you guys – Adam, what do you think about Vucevic? Do you think he's worth uh, – because right now it's seeming like he's going to make a lot of money this summer, and there's going to be a team that trades for him, and Absolutely not. they're going to be in that situation where, I mean, we just traded for him, we traded an asset. Now, do we feel like we have to pay him? I feel well, like this is a perfect if I'm the case Magic. I'm trying to get Vucevic off the roster. I mean, yeah. like I'm just trying to find a way. I mean, look, he's good. He's good. Okay, he's having a good year. Um, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but like the Magic have just a glut of guys uh, that we don't know what they are yet. I mean, we're still sitting here about Aaron Gordon. Like, what is Aaron Gordon? Okay, uh, I think he's an interesting four if you want to play in this today's modern NBA. Um, he's a movie star, Evan. But he's—I mean, he's just—he's he's a weird Drew dude. But I, star. I, I like him. I—I I never saw Uncle Drew to be frankly honest with you. I didn't see it. <laughs> Come on, uh, I what? did not. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, yeah, right, get, get off the show. I'll see you guys. Yeah. I'll show myself out. Appreciate you having me back on, though. Um, they. They needed a guard, and uh, they, they picked one after Trey Young. Um, so there you have it. <clears throat> All right, who we got next? Up next is he went from prebubescent child star to grizzled yet sexy Spaniard, and now he's looking to take his high-level passing and Spanish pizzazz elsewhere. It's been no secret that his current fling has been schmoozing it up with other point guards around the league, and this pretty boy ain't waiting around for no one. So will you give pretty Ricky Rubio a try? Uh, depends who I am. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. Reminder, you are on a, a dating show. You were... Well, so, who are you that would find that an attractive idea? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm a huge Ricky Rubio fan. Maybe I'm right. alone here. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm yo, out he's on interesting. Off. He's an interesting cat, but, like, so you just play his own defense against him. Well, and are they looking to trade him for Mike Conley? Is that the plan? That's the rumor. That's well, the rumor. they've been linked to a lot of guards out there. Then that's what I'm thinking. Like, they, they definitely want to upgrade. And I don't know if that's the position they need to upgrade at, but that's what they're looking around at. But I don't know. I think Ricky Rubio would have to be involved in any deal for matching salaries. All right. Who we got next, Sam? Um, next, we have – well, hold on. This, this guy's a little bit, he might have already been traded, but he's a little bit of a swinger, so bear with us. This Duke alum has a sweet-looking stroke and the eager willingness to continue sucking well into postseason play. <laughs> Woo. Sadly for this poor fellow, teams have seemed unwilling to commit to him long-term, as he is seeking a rich partner who can furnish his lavish lifestyle. Are you ready to pull back Rodney's hood? Let's just keep going. <laughs> I think that's you know, a good I'm going to pass next. on that one. This doesn't sound right, sexy, though. We gotta, you're not into that. we got a 6'10 Euro power forward who's been known to stroke it with the best. He's got a glass jaw. And his heart is gold. He's recently found himself dispensable because his hot shot in town is moving on to bigger and better things. So he's looking for a new fling. So who knows? Maybe a long-term relationship is in store. Are you ready to get knocked off your feet with Nicola Mira Teach? Ooh, very nice. 
Uh, is Miritich still hurt? Or is he playing? Does it matter? Uh, yes, it yeah. does. I think it does matter. I think I think if I want to trade for a player, he has to be playing. Trading? Pop, maybe. I, um, no, I mean, he's he had a good season up until he got hurt, which was encouraging. He was really shooting the ball right, really my well. Question for you, my question for you is, when does Dallas decide we got yes, to go absolutely. to the I want him to go all international. In with it. I want yes. him to pick up. I want him to get Hazonia. Dude, Dude Hazonia has to go to Dallas. I can't believe he wasn't in all that right. Could, right, how about Dragic? Yes. Dude, Dragic, Slovenian. Yeah. Also Get all with of them on that team. It'd be amazing. Dude. <laughs> Mark just Dragic really there. hates AAU basketball. That's that's really at the core of this. He just hates Dragic, AAU. You guys know, Miritich, is, uh, he was doubtful tonight. He has a calf injury, but he'll be able to play probably after the trade deadline. Jonathan, you Thanks. played AAU, right? Is, is, is Mark Cuban up onto something? Um, sorry. <laughs> it was more of a rhetorical question. <laughs> yeah, bro. Sure, nice. yeah, yeah. Mark Cuban, yeah, he's on to something. Sure. All right, who we got yeah. next? All right, this beefy baller could stroke it, dunk it, and put it on the floor, all while sticking his man at the other end. He's been known, he's been around the block, if you know what I mean. But this summer, he's looking for a place to settle down. His current stay in sunny LA might be coming to an end as they set their sights on bigger fish. Will you give Tobias Harris the long-term chance he's been looking for? I mean, the description was really interesting there. Wow. I mean, <laughs> it seems like it. on the surface that that person would be somebody you want to be a long-term commitment with. Yeah, but he's been traded. Yeah. Like every it, he's well, never not been traded. Are the Clippers even good? Are we sure the Clippers are good? Hold on, real quick. They want to be. Before, no no one answered this if you you saw my tweet earlier today, but I want everyone to guess how old Tobias Harris is and how old Eric Bledsoe is, real quick. 37, 25. So, (laughs) Tobias Harris is 28 and 26. Okay, Tobias Harris is 26. Eric Bledsoe is 29. <laughs> isn't, that, <laughs> nice. isn't, that, isn't that insane? Yeah. And, and how old Serge Ibaka? <laughs> <laughs> that, young, younger than contract of you know, you know who's made more, One of who's made more threes than Brandon Ingram? Serge Ibaka. <laughs> Dude, you <laughs> bet your ass. Serge, Serge Ibaka scares the shit out of me. Yo, guys. Has yo Serge Ibaka blocked guy. more shots than Brandon Ingram's made threes? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, does Rob Wait, Williams probably. have more blocks than Ingram threes? That's a great question. Probably. <laughs> I'm looking that up right now. I'm not even. Hey, 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 yo, guys, guy, uh, Tobias Harris. He's so young. That's why the the the, the Knicks, the Knicks, playing twenty nine million to Tobias Harris. Great idea. Great idea. <laughs> What's the Andrew name? Dice Clay yeah. <laughs> NBA takes? Yeah. <laughs> Hickory Dickory Duck. James Dolan <laughs> went up the class. He traded KP. He got Dennis Smith. And now wait, he's wait, waiting Evan. for a lot. <laughs> okay, by the way, all right, I, I will yeah, tell you all it. right now T- Time Lord has more blocks than Brandon Ingram has made three. If you want to know, <laughs> guess by how much? I already oh, got it up. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I'm 15, looking at it right baby. now. It's eleven more. He's eleven more blocks. Is that you, Shan? Yeah, I'll tweet it. I'll yeah, tweet, tweet this that. Out. Please tweet yeah. that. And you're about to go viral right now. <laughs> I hope people <laughs> listen to this and realize we did this in real time as a group, and then all of a sudden you're gonna reveal, mm-hmm. you know, twelve hours yeah, prior. I don't have good tweets. I need to crowdsource them and steal Never them for my own content. That is amazing. That is absolutely yeah, amazing. <laughs> wow all right we got we got one last guy here before we uh do a, a free-for-all discussion um looks like uh it's uh sam's turn according to this here document uh okay um so lastly okay uh try to catch this one because he's on the move if you like beefy spaniards i think this is our second beefy spaniard of the show With a penchant for dimes, you've come to the right place. Rumor links him to Charlotte, and while they might not be considered the favorite, 
he sure as hell can contend for your heart. It's true, this current boo is looking to shed this baby weight in hopes of someone or two a little on the younger side. This wouldn't be the first time, however, as this grizzly bear has previously replaced his brother to form a long-term relationship. Did somebody say twins? <laughs> I love quarterbacks eating dirt, pom-poms and short skirts, fans who won't quit, Panther Gasol twins. Well, they're they're not twins. Ne- never mind. No. Well, fuck. Do you want Marcus or not? That was sponsored by Marber. Marber, get your <laughs> get your one blade blades for price of all the blades. Also brought to you by the Shit Quintillion Fifteen Blades. Shave so close it exposes bone. Yeah, we compete. <laughs> we we're we're so confident we just compete our promotions. They don't mind. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody the howling gets, dog uh, signals that uh, this segment is over. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, Evan, uh, <laughs> d- did you find love? Did, are you satisfied? Uh, I'm extremely satisfied by several of them. I guess I'm a bigger fan of uh, Tobias Harris than I originally thought. Yeah, I want I want Anthony Davis. This is just confirming that I want Anthony Davis. So I appreciate that. Thank you guys. That was hilarious, though. It was amazing. You guys are <laughs> unbelievable. All right, that'll do it on this episode of Weird Celtics Tinder. Thanks for tuning in. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about? Has anything happened in like the last 45 minutes that uh I don't even know. Not that, that I know. Was all traded? Like, I, no. Lakers, Lakers Twitter is cannibalizing. They are in a fucking dark place oh, right now. That is that has been the best thing about this this week has has been uh Lakers fans surpassing Sixers fans on the InfoWars totem pole. Can someone walk us through the mindset of of Lakers fans this week? Well, it's just like they're now. Now that they're not getting AD and like LeBron has like totally alienated the locker room. Um, there's there's like it's like split into LeBron stands and like Lakers stands. Like now there's like Lakers fans who are like mad at LeBron for making the young guys mad. So they're like yelling at each other. Well, so we have Kobe. I mean, in, Kobe in stands defense. hate LeBron, and, and now we have a different group of people who hate LeBron. Yeah, this is great. Well, there's also factions that. I mean, there's Brandon Ingram stands. There's Lonzo stands, and and they're all the worst too. That's the that's the biggest thing. They're the worst, and they're just the Kobe holdovers mostly. And then the LeBron transplants. It really is the worst, the worst fan base online that I could possibly think of. Just join forces. And, ugh, it's bad. The best, be the best young players in the league. <sighs> Unifiably, do not like LeBron. What does that say about LeBron? That's all I'm asking you, folks. Listen, Lonzo Ball. You could trade him for, you know, and he plays the best defense I've ever seen in my life because I've never watched Celtics or or the Pacers like before three weeks ago or any other team with a good guard that plays defense. I've never watched those games. Lonzo Ball, he's the best. So let me ask this question. Let me get let me get chat you with this. And I know the answer is yes. But it might be closer to no than you think. Is Clutch good at their job? No. Mm. Okay. They, they got KCP more money than he should have gotten. Yeah. But but here's the thing. All right, let me ask you this. If LeBron James exited the league, would how would clutch clients do? Like 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 middle middle of the road clutch guys, yeah, like KCP or um Bledsoe. No, no, I'm honestly like right really now. like I'm really John interested Wall. to see what happens Christian to Thompson. to, to yeah. Morris. Too soon. Like Marcus Morris, like his contract, considering how good he's played so far this year, if he cannot get paid what he's due, then they're not good at their jobs. And he's like LeBron, Nobody talks about Marcus Morris. Le- LeBron James is the most powerful man in the NBA, and it's like all kind of going off of that. Like Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, those guys all got paid due to LeBron adjacent things. You, you know, like that's uh, Ben Simmons is going to get you know kind of paid on his own merit. KCP, that was a LeBron James. Uh, let's just, let's go down the list. It's, it's 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 pretty fun. Mm-hmm. 
is LeBron James and Ben Simmons. Those are the two the two big ones. And then mm-hmm. it's John Wall, Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Eric Bledsoe, Norris Cole, Corey Joseph, Trey Lyles, Ben McLemore, KCP, and DeJounte Moore. I like DeJounte. But, yeah, it's really just... Wall got a lot of money. Excuse <laughs> it. Hey, he got a lot of money, but... Jr. Did you... Wait. See who he's going to sign with. <laughs> Oh man, that's I guess that's that's going to be the next frontier of the clutch thing. You know, LeBron's going to hang in there. How many? How Le- LeBron Junior's fourteen or something like that. He'll be it's like be a while. Yeah, it's going to be a bit. That's what I'm saying. But I think LeBron can probably make it. Right? He can probably if if he comes out if he's good enough to come out at nineteen. Like LeBron, we think like LeBron could probably stay in the league long enough to play with his son. Yeah, the Lakers do all their picks. He well, no, like he's just going to go to the team that, like, whoever has the number one ping pong ball, all of a sudden you're going to see him clear a shit ton of cap space. They're going to get rid of everybody, okay? They're going to sign a bunch of clutch guys. So all these guys that are, like, lower-tier clutch guys, they'd be hanging on. Don't worry about it because LeBron's going somewhere. They're going to clear the deck for LeBron and his kid to be the same team, the whole bunch of clutch clients. It's going to be one giant cats. circle jerk. It's going to be incredible. He's going to hijack an entire franchise for the fourth time. It's going to be That's- remarkable. It'll probably be the Cavs because they'll probably be the worst team. <laughs> it will for a be. It'll be like 100, 100%. Are you guys looking forward? It's gonna be the Cavs. It's quiet it down right now. Hundred percent. Are you guys looking forward going to the home, Laker baby. game um, in Boston? Hell yes. On Thursday. I mean, Hell the Lakers yes. are playing. Are gonna play like this. Uh, I cannot wait. And that could be a very sweet day. Okay, so I missed the Lakers game today. What happened? They, they got fucking LeBron's worst. LeBron's worst loss in oh, his entire career. Oh, points. Yeah, Jeez. and there's also um, a, a Renaissance uh, photo going around uh, yes. Twitter about uh, it's uh, LeBron sitting several seats away from the rest of his teammates on the Lakers bench. And apparently, and Rondo is in the crowd, sitting as far Rondo away from- is on the is in the is in the fan section of the front row of that bench there. You know how there's seats next to the coaches that the fans can sit in? Rondo's in those seats, and LeBron is all the way at the other fucking end of the of the the bench there. It's awesome. I love Rondo so much. That guy, even even on the Lakers, Rondo fucking rules. That's wild. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. Shout out Dell Demps. Yeah, yeah man. Hold it down, bunker it down. Hold yeah, that yeah. Line, yeah. bunker it down. For, for, for just convincing them to like to throw everything publicly into into a a, a trade deal, I mean, and just say not even close. Like, they they they're the ones that wanted to create this like environment. They're like they they got together. It's like it's like every think tank or like every like technocratic like oh we're gonna fix this by like in engineering through it and they're like yo guess what Boring through we're it? the only what? Boring through it? Yeah, bore, bore through that, baby. Boring company. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Like, we can only trade for them right now, so now's our chance. And they're like, but the Pelicans are like, we can trade this shit when we know where Zion goes. Why do you, yeah. like, there's That's nothing. The big one. That really is. <laughs> Whatever. Like, this isn't going anywhere, one. dude. I mean, Lakers fans are convinced that their young guys are better than the Celtics young guys, um, which is absurd uh, because the Lakers young guys lose all the time and the Celtics young guys win. How well, it's not even that. It's like just Tatum. It's the, the Lakers. Yeah, they don't, they don't have a Tatum. That they're, that they're four guys they don't have a Jaylen. are better than one Tatum. <laughs> they have a guy out of a, a 90s uh, fashion ad. Oh. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was just a random chic. weird burn. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, bro, <laughs> uh, That was actually that was a reference. It, I mean, it's totally fine that the Pelicans aren't cool with that package. People are talking about like they're fucking nuts. Dell Dumps is gonna get fired. No way, dude. Look at this package. Look at this. What you're trying to give me, it's Brandon not, Ingram. Yeah, it's it's not like Lonzo. It's not bad. bad. It's not bad. It's just not. That good either. I think they have all the right to. They have all the right to go out and try to get a lottery pick. No, this is for Anthony Davis in here. It's awesome. The Lakers are having like weird, like virgin power fantasies, like where they're like, you know what? They're gonna come fucking crawling back to us, and we're gonna say no. We're not gonna (laughs) get anything. It's like it's like they're like 
literally doing like when a guy like gets shot down and he's like got some like toxic feelings on it and he's like oh, fucking you know what I, you gotta fucking come back to me and I'm gonna I'm gonna say no I'm not gonna fucking take you back like yeah. yes well like if if, if, if if they would absolutely give up everyone can you imagine if the Lakers were like nah we're not giving up uh, we're not giving up Kuzma anymore. And the Falcons were like, all right. And they just took Siakam and <laughs> sent him to Toronto. Like, uh, wait, ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, it's so good. It's so good, dude. How do you guys feel about this Jabari Parker, Jabari Parker Lakers thing? I love that. I need that so bad. I need, <laughs> I need Jabari and the Lakers. That was just the theory. You had, like, I have no idea. Need this immediately. Me. What fucking kills me is you had Julius Randle. Who is like Jabari Parker's basically his fucking ceiling. <laughs> the wild thing is the wild thing is the Chicago Bulls. It wasn't like they were tanking at that point. They just decided he wasn't good enough to play in the Chicago Bulls this season. You guys million, right? That's twenty million. Yeah. You, you guys know pretty recently I, I went on basketball reference and I sorted um I, I sorted um like uh Ball, Ingram, uh Kuzma uh, with like D'Angelo Russell, Larry Nance, and Julius Randle, and they're all three of them are better than anyone still on the Lakers. Yeah, Larry Nance looked like shit tonight, though. That, Except I for mean, he had a three, though. He had a three. That was pretty impressive. But he's like the worst. Like, like he's like the the ancillary guy. So yeah. it's just. Yeah. I mean, Lakers fans are Clarkson insane. In like the guys on their roster, they all have massive holes in their game. Every single yeah. one of them. Maybe they're just not good at drafting. The, the, my, no, here's the best the role part players. is is it came out today was came out today right where Stephen A was talking about how like, they're throwing their own guys under the bus at this point. Like Stephen A said, how Magic didn't even want to draft Lonzo. There was a push by Genie Bus to sell more merchandise, and that's why they wanted to bring Lonzo aboard because they wanted to sell merchandise, which I think is absolutely fucking laughable. That is not what happened, but whatever. Hey, sign Jeremy Lin. You can tell you can tell yourself that. But, like, literally the fact that they're now throwing Lonzo, like, under the bus and backing over him to make sure he's really dead before they run him over again. Like, this, that is remarkable. That is incredible stuff. And and right now, it is such a shit show in L.A. It, what a shit show. I mean, it's really, like, this is a somewhat Celtics-related podcast, and I've spent literally 50% of my time shitting on the Lakers, which feels great. Um, but it's just just laughable to me. It's the most interesting story in, in in basketball right now. It's not where Durant's going. It's like what is going on in LA. It is not great. Oh boy! Did All we right. just do our first six man pod? By the way, yes. Yeah. Six man well leave, baby. Fuck yeah, bitch. Really? Yeah, All right, that'll do it on this here edition of the ATO show. Uh, if you like this show, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Retweet us. Uh, comment on our stuff. We, we like we like hearing from y'all. Uh, it helps us mm. helps us keep going. Mm. Some of mm. y'all. <laughs> Some of us like here. Direct all of my comments to Matt Ignall. Go into his DMs. If you don't like anything I'm doing on the show, please go ahead. Send those to Matt. He loves hearing from you. I got nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> And wow. let's start the show. All right. <laughs> All right. That was a good take, guys. Um, now now let's uh, do the real thing. Right. Fuck. You... All right. I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah me too. All right. I'm out. Good night, everybody. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah. Weird Celtics Twitter. Gotta make time stand still See? when he goes up for a block. That's what the time lords do, man. Homie, get on the grind like clockwork. Two for five or a dime, that's clockwork. Sure.